0: Digital Marketing Radio, episode 241 Word of Mouth Marketing in
1: 2021. Digital
0: Marketing Radio with David Bain. Hi, I'm David Bain, and this is Digital Marketing Radio, the show for in house, agency, and entrepreneurial marketers who want to stay on top of the latest tools, tactics, and trends shared by today's modern marketing masters. What exactly is word of mouth marketing? And how does word-of-mouth marketing manifest itself in 2021? How do you measure the impact of of word-of-mouth marketing and how does word-of-mouth integrate with other marketing channels? Those are just some of the questions that I'm going to be asking today's guest on Digital Marketing Radio, episode 241, a man with over 30 years of experience in marketing, digital strategy and product management for companies ranging from startups to global brands such as Madison Square Garden, Johnson & Johnson and National Geographic. He's founded three digital strategy and market agencies and is currently CEO of digital marketing service firm BoomTime. Welcome to DMR, JP Clement.
1: Thanks for having me, David.
0: Yeah, thanks for um, coming on, JP. Great to have you here. Um, So, of course, you can find JP over at boomtime.com. So, uh, JP, word of mouth marketing. Um, You say that word of mouth marketing is one form of marketing that really works. Why is that?
1: Well, it does work because it's uh, been proven uh, year over year to be one of the uh, top um, tactics or technique uh, for marketers to generate um, uh, to generate awareness and consideration. So basically filling up the top of the marketing funnel. Um, and uh, every, every study says that uh, referrals um, and uh, uh you know uh, experience with content marketing that is uh, trusted and credible uh, brings uh, the best the, the most uh, as is what has the most impact on their decision making so uh, word of mouth marketing does work
0: so is there a certain definition for word of mouth marketing is it existing customers telling other Prospects or people that would be interested potentially in a business's services about that business, or is there another better definition for that?
1: Yeah, I think there are many definitions of word of mouth marketing. Uh, you know, some people think it's just influencer mark- marketing. We tend to uh, at boom time to uh, think about word of mouth marketing as um, you know a combination of a different a bunch of different uh, digital marketing tactics uh, such as uh, content marketing, email marketing. It's basically all about spreading uh, spreading the um you know, some awareness and uh, messaging about uh, what you do as, as a company. Um, we think about it this way because um, most of our focus is, is on uh, B2B businesses, um, so businesses that sell to other businesses. Um, and um, for these types of businesses, uh, the, uh, you know, what about marketing for us takes a l- little bit, probably different form than it would take for B2C marketers.
0: Okay, okay. Um, So I'm sure we'll come on to, um, I guess, the differences between word of mouth for B2C versus B2B. Um, But just in terms of definition of of, of word of mouth and what word of mouth is and how it's changed. Has it changed much over the years? I mean, is word of mouth marketing very different in terms of the way it operates in 2021 compared with maybe a few years ago?
1: I would say yes. Um, you know, uh, at the very beginning, uh, word of mouth marketing was pretty rudimentary, and you didn't have a lot of tools um, to actually implement word of mouth marketing campaigns. Um, in the past, I would say five six years, there's been a lot of changes in the, in in word of mouth marketing. A lot of companies have actually come up with. Uh, you know, um, all kinds of tools, uh, SaaS tools uh, to uh, to help you do uh, dig- um, watermark marketing in a box almost. Um, mm. And so we don't do that necessarily, you know, we, um, but uh, we don't use those tools at boom time. But, you know, they, they are out there, they exist and, and they work pretty well. Um, we still believe in you know the fact uh, that uh, people are a little bit better than AI still in uh, marketing, although that may change in the next few years. Uh, but there's been a lot of um, of changes in uh, in, a, in the world of word of mouth marketing.
0: So how can a brand be strategic with their word of mouth marketing, or is it is it not just the case that if a product's great and you've made that product great, and if you make your customer service great, then people are actually going to tell? Um, their friends about their experiences with your brand, or other more strategic, better things that you can do to make that more likely to happen.
1: Well, first, I think you know any marketing endeavor should be based on a very sound uh, and th- thoroughly thought out strategy. Uh, but for uh, what about marketing is? Uh, specifically um, you know the uh, the sad uh, fact is that um, people who are disappointed in your product are eight times more likely to uh, talk about it uh, than people who are happy with your product so as a marketer especially a word of mouth marketer you have to have a strategy in place and you have to uh Stoke the fires of digital mar- of the word of mouth marketing, and there are several tactics and techniques that you can use for that. Um, but uh, yeah, in and of itself uh, or by itself, it will not happen. You have to really uh, work on it.
0: So, what will be one or two tactics that, that you could perhaps share now to uh, to, to to give mm. the listener or viewer um, something to take away with and, and try in their business.
1: Yeah, so there are several, uh, but I think you know uh, the uh, the most ob- obvious one is uh, online reviews. So ad- advocacy, if you think about it in terms of the marketing funnel, um, and getting uh, your uh, your customers to talk about your product, especially if you had a good experience with it, and leave reviews. Uh, on any place that makes sense uh, for your business. So it could be Google reviews. It could be, uh, you know, Yelp reviews. It could be any kind of other directory type of reviews. But those reviews are super critical in terms of uh, generating that word of mouth and that advocacy. Um, Testimonials obviously go with reviews, um, online reviews, but also, again, you know, if you can get uh, people who are peers to the, your customer base to uh, give you testimonials, reviews, case studies, uh, those kinds of things are really imp- important in terms of sp- spreading the, um, the word of mouth.
0: So initially, I guess, when you think of word of mouth, it's, um, it's verbal. It's, it's, it's talking mm-hmm. directly to someone. But from the way that you were describing it there, actually, it's not about um, sharing things face to face. It's potentially just hearing what other real customers are saying uh, about something. So it could be in the written form is, is. Is, is audio and video becoming more important or is it still primarily about text based then for word of mouth?
1: Yeah. So, you know, in this day and age, face to face has lost a lot of its appeal uh, for very obvious reasons. Uh, so yes, um, you know, the, the written word is, is important, but uh, video has become probably one of the most uh, important uh, medium uh, in terms of marketing period. Um, you know, the engagement with video on, on, uh, on the web, uh, in on social media networks, uh, he's uh, just, you know, uh, blowing away any other type of uh, medium. Um, so uh, podcasts, obviously, great. And we're doing one right now. So that th- those do work very well. Um, but I think, you know, if I had to rank them, I, I would say vid- video first, uh, podcast or audio second, and uh, written word third. Uh, again, some businesses or some our products or brands might have, uh, you know, a different ordering, um, just b- based on what they do and who they are and what their brand is. But um, overall, I would say that, uh, you know, people should definitely focus on video.
0: Okay, I've talked to a few people from Hotjar um, in, in the past, mm-hmm. and they've actually grown their brand very effectively using word of mouth marketing thinking about it because um they uh, they they actually get many sales from people who have heard about their brand from recommendations from appearing on other podcasts and it's 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 great but it's also actually very tricky for them to measure um so how do you measure the effectiveness of word of mouth marketing and do more of what works better
1: yeah, that's a very good question. I'm I'm, I'm big on uh, measuring anything that that we do as an agency. Um, and uh, d- the great thing about digital marketing that most of what you you do uh, is measurable. Uh, but yet still that link between you know a, a podcast, a video podcast, an article, a blog post, anything, and um, and its result in terms of converting leads into clients or converting listeners into into leads uh, is a little bit harder to measure. But there are there are tools that you can use. Uh, by the way, Hotjar we're we're a big fan of Hotjar. At uh, Boomtime, we we actually do use their product. Um, and, but so you, you know we um, we try all kinds. There's all kinds of um, little. Tricks that you can use to uh, start measuring that um, we do, uh, and we we do that actually. We we do our own podcast and we measure that uh, by looking at you know we look at things like subscribers. We we put uh, tracking pixels in everything we do. Uh, we have calls to action at the end of our uh, videos and our uh, podcasts. Um, so you know um, these are ways that can enable you to track conversions, especially if if you use a tool like. Um, like a gravity form on on the other hand, or some kind of lead capture tool uh, on your website uh, and pushing people to specific pages or places on your website, then you can start tracking, you know, where they're coming from. If you have the tracking pixel and um, starting tracking your conversion rates and things like that. So uh, there are, you know, there are tools and ways to measure that. But um, yeah, you have to work at it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I've interviewed Louis Grenier and uh, David Darmainen from Hot Jars, So they're uh, mm-hmm. both great guys. And um, the thing about, I found, um, about driving people to a call to action from a po- from a podcast is the majority of listeners want to actually take that call to action. But they still will listen to the content. They'll still mm-hmm. get that increased brand awareness because of listening to your podcast. Do you, I, I obviously produce podcasts for B2B brands out there. So I'm always thinking about... Um, helping clients to measure the value of publishing a podcast. And I'm always uncomfortable with telling them to have a a strong call to action on a podcast and use that as a a means of measuring how successful that podcast episode um, has been. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on other ways to measure the impact of appearing on a podcast um, or publishing a podcast yourself? Because um, I'm tempted to, to say to clients things like, well, ask your customers or ask your listeners Mm -hmm. uh, ask people how they actually heard of you Mm -hmm. to begin with when they become Mm -hmm. a customer and that helps you decide on what content to, to publish in the, the, the future and see what content has worked. Is, is that kind of question a, a good thing to do? Or is there something I'm missing in terms of a better way to measure the, the effectiveness of a podcast? Uh,
1: no, that's a, definitely a, a very good question to ask. Um, uh, you know, We do, actually, at BoomTime uh, always ask people, how did you hear from us? Uh, sometimes we know, uh, sometimes we don't. And therefore, the best way to get that piece of information is to ask for it. Um, and uh, these, uh, yeah, it's, it's a Great question to ask. I mean, and another question to ask, which uh, is the thought that I had when we were talking about uh, advocacy and uh, word of mouth marketing generation for happy customers. Um, wh- one question that we do ask as well, and I, f- I recommend any uh, digital marketer to ask, is a very very simple questions that leads you to uh, the computation of an NPS score, a Net Promoter Score, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know how likely are you to recommend blank to a colleague or peer Uh, and that's that's a that's a very simple question, and it takes literally 20 seconds for uh, customers to answer it Um, and it's not a very intrusive question and it really can do uh, wonders in terms of tracking um, your word of mouth in the sense that uh, you can get a sense of you know how likely people are to recommend you to talk about you and therefore spread Uh, spread the word about uh, your company, brand, services offering.
0: So how do you determine the optimum time to ask that question? Because obviously, I mean, I get annoyed sometimes when I buy a product or service and someone asks me to write a review before I've even received it. Um, So obviously, Mm -hmm. ideally, you want to be asked at the time where maybe you've just... Started using whatever you've purchased, and you're you're more able to actually write an informed review. So how, how do you define the mm-hmm. right time?
1: Yeah, if, well, look, uh, the wishy washy answer, but the think the right answer it depends on what your product is, how your customers use your product or your services. Uh, so you know, for us, for instance, we st- we do we ask that question about. Three months after we've uh, onboarded a client and started a campaign, uh, for other companies you can probably, uh, if if their experience with their product or service is uh, almost immediate, you can ask a few days after you you know they probably have used your uh, product. I think it really depends on on the on the behavior of your customers as with regards to your product or, or service. Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe and, ask your customers when's the best time to be asking you this question. <laughs> you can
1: answer that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, customers don't don't mind. I, in my experience, at least, customers do not mind being asked questions. Actually, mm. it's another way to engage them and keep them. Um, you know. Uh, Make sure that you know they uh, realize they made the right choice by buying your customer, your service or or your product. We uh, do actually we do follow up campaigns after a while. Not only ask that uh, NPS question, but we also do uh, you know we try to communicate with our clients uh, after we've closed the sale as much as possible, and we recommend that to all of our clients. But they they do the same. Um, you know that uh, you know it's a it's a great uh, it's, a, it's a great word of mouth tool too um, to actually ask questions and uh, communicate uh, uh, some information that is uh, necessary for your customers to fully enjoy your products or service and get the most out of it to communicate with them on a pretty regular basis after the sales been closed.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of marketers or not enough marketers get involved with the port the post purchase funnel stage, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. they, they just. Try and uh, complete the sale and then move on to the next customer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm. Uh, and we were talking briefly before we started recording uh, about an example of um, a company. We You were talking about HP of, of, mm. of a company that um, has actually used... Um, a b2c example to bring in uh, more effective b2b marketing and word about the part as part of that do, do you mm-hmm. want to share a little bit about that uh,
1: yes definitely i've, I've uh, you know i'm a, i've been an hp uh, customer on a personal basis on a, on b 2 b2c side of things if you want to call it that uh, for years with their printers which are really good printers um, but uh, as i started the, you know uh, having my own age agencies and a business i was it was very interesting to see how they were that's their Communication and uh, their um, their advocacy was working differently for uh, a small business owner versus uh, just an individual consumer and you know their products are basically the same i mean they have some different products for enterprise versus you know consumers, uh, but the differences are you know relatively minimal and it's interesting because they're using very similar tactics. Um, uh, for all the digital marketing basically but uh, especially for them of marketing um, that you know they they're transferring and adapting those b2c tactics to um, to the b2b world and i think that's a very smart move um, and it seems like they've been very su- successful doing that so, so um, i was pretty impressed by that for especially for a company of that size i've worked uh, in the past for very large com- companies too and you, you know their nimbleness is something that usually uh You know, it's not uh, really a a top, uh, a top quality. Um, But uh, in in their case, I I was pretty, um, pretty impressed by their marketing savvy.
0: We touched a little bit on obviously reviews and um, a couple of other forms of word of mouth marketing, but also the importance of. Measuring the the impact of everything. How how do you actually tie word of mouth word of mouth marketing together with other channels, with other marketing channels? Um, uh, I'm thinking, is it um, is it possible to automate um, certain aspects of word of mouth marketing to maybe take the content and uh, use it elsewhere and other forms of marketing as well?
1: Yeah, so you know there's a lot of ways to integrate it, and uh, as I mentioned before, you, you know. Um, Analytics and monitoring is very critical, I think, to any kind of digital marketing campaign. Uh, It is the same with uh, word-of-mouth campaigns. Um, And so... You know, as I, said, I talked about tracking pixels and everything. So there's all kinds of ways to link uh, what you're doing uh, in uh, Word of Math mark- marketing with the rest of your digital marketing package. For instance, you could do Google Ads, right, which PPC or SEM, depending on however you want to call it, ca- type of campaigns. Uh, and you can, uh, you know, use these uh, in coordination with uh, some... Um, content or creative that you've generated for word of mouth marketing. Uh, that's another way to tie, you, you know, things that might sound very disparate uh, and uh, separate, uh, but to tie them into one kind of holistic package. I I, I truly believe that uh, the best marketing, digital marketing campaigns, um, or marketing campaigns in g- general, are the ones that use multiple com- components and integrate them into a a, um, a whole that uh, you know will make them will create synergies and will make them work uh, much much better. I mean, the the problem we have in digital marketing these days is that there are so many different. Type of tactics, tools within each of these of this tactics, and um, the at, at least our clients have a really hard time navigating that universe of uh, di- of, the, of digital marketing. And um, so, but what we do very well, and what I um, urge every digital marketer to think about is, you know, how do you bring all these different tools together in kind of packages, or or um, uh, you know, that that really are going to work for your marketing strategy.
0: I tell you what I was just thinking of while while you were sharing that, and you mentioned Google Ads. I was thinking if you're working very effectively together in an, an omnichannel approach, and you're maybe emailing people at the right p- time, asking them to leave a review, and they don't leave a review, perhaps you can then automatically add that person onto a retargeting list to. <laughs> Um, show a Google ad to mm-hmm. them to to ask them to leave a review um, for a certain period of time um, and then mm-hmm. hopefully they're slightly more likely to do that H- have you seen a strategy like that before
1: yeah definitely actually we, we do something a little bit similar for uh, for our clients where but we don't uh, in this case we wouldn't use Google ads but we do remarketing via email marketing um, a lot of people in the uh, marketing world forget that email marketing is still probably the highest roi of, of any type of digital mark marketing um, it works works very well, your email list is a very, very strong uh, asset that, you know, every company should consider, especially uh, in, a, in a B2B space. Uh, so what we, we do is like if, if our clients don't hear back from their clients, you know, we have um, uh, post-sale uh, marketing campaigns, email marketing campaigns that, co- that connect with, uh, with that list of clients that,
0: that they have and uh, ask them to do different things. Have you ever tried to define a financial value of a review to a business?
1: Uh, honestly, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you David, but no. Uh, <laughs> you know, we track a lot of things. It's, it's, a, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit harder than some other of the things that we do, but I, I could conceive of ways of, of doing that, definitely.
0: Okay, sure. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll stop going yeah. down that rabbit hole. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> let, 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 let's segue into part two of our discussion. So it's now time for JP's thoughts on the state of digital marketing today. So starting off with secret software. So JP, share a lesser-known Martech tool that's bringing you a lot of value at the moment, and why that tool is important for you.
1: Yeah. So there's one tool we use. Uh, it's called um, Asher Connect, uh, but we um, we white label it from the people who. Um, who have created that tool Uh, and we actually like it so much that we've partnered with them uh, with white label kind of type of partnership and we are working hand in hand with them to make it even better uh, based on what we do and what we know Um, and it's a tool that uh, helps you uh, generate leads, uh, co- con- connections first, bad leads, and nurture those those leads within LinkedIn.
0: Wonderful. I'm just looking it up. It's Ashokonnect.com, isn't it? Uh, I think so, to
1: be honest. Uh, it's uh, I know the parent company um, is called World D- Digital, but yeah, it's called Ashokonnect. I think it's Usher- Yeah, con- it, it must be because
0: Ashokonnect.com yeah. uh, um, yeah, yeah. has a strap line saying your sphere of influence. Growing daily, yeah. so yeah, it must yeah. be
1: that one. But they've uh, they really taken a very simple uh, tool and uh, made it into a really powerful uh, lead generation and nurturing uh, tool on LinkedIn uh, that actually can even replace your CRM. They can link uh, to d- directly to your CRM, your customer relationship management software. But uh, you can also do most of that stuff in um, in Asha Connect, and um, uh, we are very heavy users. Um, as I say, we rebrand it to our customers, but it's uh, it's a definitely a secret uh, tool that uh, I highly recommend.
0: Great, sure. Okay, well, moving on from something that you currently use to something that you're going to use, and that is... Next on the list. So what's one marketing activity or tool that you haven't tried yet, but you want to try soon?
1: So there is um, there are two tools that we've been uh, looking at very, very closely, and we're about to test it on ourselves uh, and therefore try try. A- Test those waters. Um, One is called Webio, uh, W E B E O. Uh, The other one is uh, If So. Uh, Honestly, don't know what the domain names are, but um, those are very interesting tools that enable you to, uh, based on um, a series of kind of uh, tech, uh, you know, uh, algorithms that that they have, where you can um, present dynamically. Uh, Very, very customized content to visitors on your website. Um, Okay. Very, uh, very interesting tools that I think... Uh, for people like us, for sure, because, you know, we, we, we have strengths in specific industries. Um, you could literally, um, you know, you, you can on the fly have a visitor. They figure out who the visitor is based on some criteria. And then um, what industries they are from, what company they are from, maybe in some cases, if there is a static IP address. And then you can generate on the fly content that will speak specifically to their industry or their company. Uh, very very powerful tools um i think i uh, really believe in the in in the concept at, at least but we're trying to f- we're trying to figure out uh, internally at boom time how to use them um whether what kind of uh, trying to measure what kind of value they're going to bring uh, but there is definitely a pretty significant um uh there's a pretty significant technical technological kind of threshold uh, or barrier to overcome. I mean, your, your website has to be ready to, to do those kinds of things. But uh, I'm really excited about the prospect of testing them and uh, hopefully rolling them out to our clients.
0: Superb. Well, I think I've found both domain names, um, yeah, Webio, okay, um, W-E-B-I-O dot com, yeah. um, Webio supercharges customer engagement, so I'm pretty yep. sure it's mm-hmm. that one there, and if yep. so, that was more of a challenge to find, but it's if hyphen dot com uh, the number one WordPress personalization plugin, so mm-hmm. I presume it's that one as so. well. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's Good, superb uh,
1: stuff. Really good sleuthing there, David.
0: Oh, I'm a professional sleuther. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to the so
1: this or that round. So
0: this is the quick response round to 10 quick questions. Just two rows here. Try not to think about the answer too much. And you're only allowed to say the word both on one occasion. So use it wisely. Are you ready? I am. TikTok or Twitter? TikTok. Facebook or LinkedIn? LinkedIn. YouTube or podcast? YouTube traffic or leads leads paid search or SEO SEO ads or influencers influencers Google ads or Facebook ads Google ads email marketing or chat marketing Mm, both email uh, Martech stack or all in one platform Huh. Um, All
1: in one platform.
0: One-to-one or scale? Scale. Wow. Um, We got there, certainly. There were a couple of answers that surprised me. You probably paused a little bit (laughs) um, longer than I thought for YouTube or podcasts. Uh, Was that a bit of a struggle to... To find the right one for that one
1: um no it's because um you know <laughs> uh we put all we film all, all our podcasts for instance and we put them on youtube on our, on our youtube channel as, as well so i think to me uh you know i really do believe in podcasts obviously um and i didn't want to offend you either <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh you know look i think y- you know youtube is as such a great reach and as such uh, you know it's the second largest uh, search engine in the world mm. um you know, after Google, so uh, there just—I mean, there is literally billions of searches on uh, YouTube every day. Uh, if you if you do your YouTube marketing well, um, I think you know you can you can have a v- video podcast on YouTube uh, that's probably going to generate more traffic and, and more engagement than uh, just a straight reg- regular podcast. So it, yeah. it was a hard one because I, I really do believe in both, but I think YouTube just because it's so all encompassing. You know, probably is a better choice.
0: And email or chat, you use your both there. So are you actively using chat message marketing at the moment?
1: Uh, not. Uh, well, actually, yes, we are. Uh, and, you know, uh, the it's just that, uh, you know, I really believe in email marketing, but, you know, it's not really the sexiest thing. It does work very well, though. And in some cases, I think, you know, chat as a place, especially for the type of clients we have, where uh, being, 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 being able to engage your customers, like really at this, you know, when they're on your website, for instance, some places like that, I think is, okay. is a really a powerful way. Especially, and again, it's driven the fact by the fact that our clients tend to have very high CLV and a typical, typically a pretty small uh, addressable market. Um, So, you know, being able to connect one on one directly with those potential leads or prospective clients is is really critical.
0: Okay, so let's move on to the ten thousand dollar question. If I was to give you ten thousand dollars and you had to spend it over the next few days in a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on, and how would you measure success?
1: That's a very hard question. I've been thinking about this one a lot, and uh, you know, I, as we talked about, I really believe that uh, you, you know you should, you know, there is no, there is no more silver bullet in in the digital marketing world. Um, you know, back in the days, maybe twenty years ago, there were, but today there are not. Um, I think I would, uh, I would uh, do, um, I would spend that money. Uh, Generating advocacy for our uh, from our current clients. Uh, that's proved to be a really uh, the biggest differentiators for ourselves. Um, you know, happy clients that uh, say really good things about us, and there are tools that you can buy that we've been looking at, that kind of really manage that process and those interactions with the clients and generate the kind of ad- advocacy. Uh, pro- no, basically, but ad- advocacy programs in the box, um, and they're, they're not very cheap. So I would do that, and I would, uh, you know, and I mean, the the, uh, the ROI would be pretty easy to figure out, right? It's like how how many uh, leads or referrals do we get from that, that, that program and we know what the CLV of our customers is so uh, you know pretty easy to uh, compute that.
0: Great stuff. Okay, well, to finish off, let's focus um, on someone else who deserves it. So mm-hmm. that is a… Magical Marketer. So who's an up and coming marketer that you'd like to give a shout out to? What can we learn from them and where can we find them?
1: Yeah, so I I, I would say that uh, Wes Lemos, uh, L-E-M-O-S, uh, you can find him on LinkedIn. He's the creator of that uh, Azure Connect software that we use. Um, and he's as much a technologist as a marketer, uh, but he's a brilliant young guy uh, who uh, who created a great product, but also kind of matches that great product with some very interesting marketing tactics, which I think are very organic and very... Um, very interesting. Uh, his company is called Roll Digital. Um, they're definitely under the radar, but um, Wes and I have had many, many conversations one-on-one. He uh, he has a very interesting approach to uh, doing uh, word of mouth marketing on LinkedIn.
0: Wonderful. Well, I found his profile on LinkedIn as well. It's just yeah. Wes Lemos uh, is the euro on LinkedIn, so that was easy enough mm-hmm. to find. Yeah. This uh, was episode 241 of Digital Marketing Radio, where JP Clement from Boomtime shared um, very specific tips about word of mouth marketing. Um, I love your focus on reviews and reviewing at the right time. So ensuring that you define, um, it could be three months into your cycle as it is um, with yours, JP, um, when um, you should actually ask that for review and also consider retargeting to encourage that as well to um, Mm. optimise, improve the number of um, customers doing that as well. As your secret software, you shared Usher Connect. Uh, as you're next on the list you shared webio and if so uh, if and as your mar- magical marketer wes lemma so um everything that you mentioned jp in the um in the show today will be listed um, below the video on youtube and in the podcast show notes at digital dot com. jp what's the best uh, social platform for someone to follow you and say hi
1: um, it's really LinkedIn. Uh, we know I'm a very heavy user of LinkedIn myself. Uh, you can find me at uh, linkedin.com in slash JP So pretty easy.
0: Superb. Okay. Well, I've been your host, David Bain. You can also find me producing podcasts for B2B brands over at castingcred.com. Remember, wherever you're tuning in, feedback is fantabulous. Until we meet again, stay hungry, stay foolish, and stay subscribed. Aloha. Digitalmarketingradio.com. Digitalmarketingradio.com. Digitalmarketingradio. Digitalmarketingradio. Marketing Radio Radio